This is your sign to bring as much energy to your Thursday as Aiden Hutchinson did to his performance of Billie Jean. People always told me. Did you see this? So, I'm going to hazard a guess that this is sports ball. Sports ball. And that this is a member of the Detroit Lions football team. Yeah, nailed it. Mm. Listen to them go, though. The whole, everyone is just fired up. <laughs> awesome. Have you, I, I didn't catch that first episode of Hard Knocks, but yeah, it, it started airing, I guess, on HBO. Yeah. That's a show where they're following the Detroit Lions and kind of giving you a behind-the-scenes look. Yeah, it's interesting. My fiancé was just talking about it yesterday. Yeah. He's like, do we have HBO oh. Max? And I'm like, well, I think it's on Crave in Canada. I couldn't find it on Crave. I don't but know, maybe I wasn't be. searching it right. It could be the thing where it airs on HBO and then, like, eventually they'll put it on Crave. Yeah. Possibly. I haven't been able to find it on there yet. But as of right now, HBO and HBO Max are actually two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Which doesn't make a well, lot of sense. Well, it's the same thing with, like, Disney Plus, and then there's, like, the Disney Channel and Disney. Like, there's different yeah. different facets of it. So it might just be airing on TV. Well, we should have set our uh, our PVR for that. Right. we've got cable. Yeah. I know. I really want to see it. It looks like, you know, it's just cool getting that kind of look at the team. And moments like that, I think, just make you more excited well, for it. Well, they're so, so likable. And they've had a rough, I don't know, last 55 <laughs> years of their yeah. lives. Yeah. lives. So uh, it'd be nice to, like, get to see some behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, you know me in sports ball. Oh, Hannah's all over it. Riveting content. Yes, definitely. Do you know what I want to talk about this morning is the come-up of Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Because there are pictures going viral of Ben Affleck and J-Lo kissing and holding Dunkin' Donuts. Duncan was there for Ben Affleck during the meme-worthy Uber Eats orders during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Single, sad, smoking a dart. And it is now here for his glow-up two and a half years Good later. Man. You Can know? you imagine? Do you think when he was picking up that sad Dunkin' Donuts run outside of his house in L.A., he would think, I'm going to be doing this in two years, but I'm going to be married to the love of my life, Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Passing out on a boat. With J-Lo. Do you think J-Lo had ever had Duncan before her and Ben? Listen, she don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got, okay? She's still Jenny from the block. You know she's been getting on that Dunkin' train. You think so? I think so. Like, have you ever had Dunkin' Donuts, first of all? No, because no. it's mainly American, yeah. right? I feel like they did have some Canadian locations. Or maybe I'm remembering a trip to the States with my family as a kid, but I remember I going remember by one. I remember Robin's Donuts. I you Do you say, remember Robin's Dunkin Donuts? Donuts? No, no, I never had Robin. Okay. Is Dunkin's good? Is it better than It's supposed than to be Hortons? amazing. Apparently, Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee is so good because they have all these different flavor shots that you can add to it. Mm. So you can make a blank iced okay. coffee, like a vanilla iced coffee or a hazelnut iced coffee. Or is there a anything they coffee. can't do? I don't know. They've got it all unlocked. They're part of Ben Affleck's redemption arc. It's just wild. Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. The greatest battle of our time, Dunkin' Donuts versus Tim Hortons. Are which, they rivals? Which one's reigned supreme? I mean, I feel like it's different sides of the border, right? It's the equivalent of each other. But right. if you've tried both, can you tell us which is better? Text 10939. Listen, people get Tim's because they want to be patriotic. Yeah. And it's a symbol of, you know, Canada and who we are as a country. Despite if it's truly Canadian-owned or not anymore. And um, that's the thing. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I don't think Tim Hortons is something people get because it's... 
tasty. Yeah. It's more um, desperation or necessity. <laughs> Despe- yeah, maybe some nostalgia in there yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, we do have Kelly on the phone, 519-792-64. You got a bone to pick with Dunkin' Donuts from the last time you went there. What happened? The Dunkin' Donuts lady gave me a senior discount without me asking for it. Oh, <laughs> girl. Okay, so you're just like, you're oh. ex. You're like, I can never come here again. Me. I looked up. Um, at sitejabber.com, it gives you, I guess, like the overall reviews from the web of different businesses. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts has a consumer rating of 2.54 stars. That's not great. What do you, it gets better though. What do you think Tim Hortons is? 2.31. Uh, 1.71. Ooh, see, I stand by, I stand by my opinion. Ouch. Okay, well. Ever since they got rid of the uh, mustard on the turkey bacon club, it's all been down. Yeah, that was it for you. Okay. Yeah, the end. Or that one time I ordered a peanut butter bagel and they handed me a knife, a container of peanut butter, and a bagel. And they're like, do it yourself. I was in the car. I was driving. I was like, I can't peanut butter a bagel right now. They're like, if you want it toasted, just put it on the engine block on your car. (laughs) Pop the the hood there. But in their defense, I think it's an allergies thing with peanut butter. They don't want, like, the contamination inside the place, which is fair. But still, I was like, what is happening? Well, maybe they deserve better than a 1.71. Yeah, at least a 1.8. Let's go. We did get a text here at 1093.9. But Starbucks doesn't spread the cream cheese on their bagels either. They give it to you separately, and it drives me nuts what? when I'm in the drive-thru, too. Don't drive and schmear. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. We got Caroline on the phone, 519-792-6040. You want to get us going with a weird trade? What was it? I traded a tank of gas for uh, two guinea pigs, so I guess that you know that's probably an odd trade. That's, that's really yeah. weird. Why is that's the weirdest one happen? I've ever heard? Actually, everybody else was looking at me like that's not a good trade for guinea pigs. I'm like, what? Then what should have been a good trade? They're like, I don't know, give them one of your cats. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, why would I get rid of my cats? I like, I love my cats. Yeah, cats. And you you keep the guinea pigs are, are trading material. Everyone listen, knows that. It's not your fault. There's two people for every trade. Like yeah. they accepted. The guinea pigs. I honestly, I think you got a better deal. Like gas prices being what they've been over the past while, I'm sure that it made sense. And guinea Um, pigs always freaked me out. Those things are one of the few animals that aren't cute. No, you don't like them? Hot take. I don't think guinea pigs are cute. My sister's severely allergic to specifically guinea pigs and guinea pigs alone. Okay. So if she ever was near one, she would like be deathly ill. Hannah would be trading guinea pigs for gas like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, in Toronto... A guy rented a billboard to try to trade a cheese string. This is a real thing that's been happening. Wait, for anything in particular? No, just open for trades. So Angel Domingo rented out this billboard, refused to disclose how much it cost him because, you know, billboard in Toronto, it's a big billboard. It's going to cost you. It just says for trade, one cheese string. And he was quoted saying, this is probably the strangest thing that I've ever had to offer up. Somebody told me I wouldn't get anything for it and nobody would want it, but I guess some people really do want it. I've received a lot of offers. Some people are calling me again because the first offer they had wasn't good enough. As I think the most anybody has had to offer me was they offered me two Persian cats. Wow. I we were talking about trading cats, but it, wow. someone offered them that. Says, I've been telling everyone the same thing. When they ask me what I'm looking for, it's like, you'll know it when you see it. What so. is your, like, 
in what world are we animal bartering in 2022? <laughs> Have we gone back to medieval times? Yeah. I'll give you two cats for your freshly churned cheese. The, when the supply chain is breaking down. We're just ready for the inevitable society <laughs> collapse at this point. Persian cats for cheese strings. Get the mother hugs. Rogers was out. You got to take the cheese string instead. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Johnny, we've got to do something about these Linfluencers. Explain to me again what a Linfluencer is. The Linfluencers must be stopped. A LinkedIn influencer. Have you ever come across a LinkedIn influencer in the wild? God, no. I avoid LinkedIn like the plague. They love business. They love an arms crossed headshot. They do. It do be like that. Uh, well, there's a CEO influencer who's going viral for doing this on LinkedIn after letting go of some employees. The CEO of HyperSocial, which is a company that specializes in optimizing LinkedIn posts, mm-hmm. posted a crying selfie after laying off employees to show that executives are normal people, too. Oh, my and God. And it has so many people rolling their eyes. It's yeah. rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. He says he was only trying to show the difficulties that business owners do go through when they have no other choice but to enact layoffs. So this was just on Tuesday of this week. Brayden Wallachy, he wrote, this will be the most vulnerable thing I ever will share. Days like today, I wish I was a business owner that was only money driven and didn't care about who he hurt along the way, but I'm not. So I just want people to see that not every CEO out there is cold-hearted and doesn't care when he slash she should lay people off. Um, And he posted his crying selfie and it went viral in less than a day. A lot of people are, you know, celebrating him. A lot of people are saying it's cringeworthy and tacky. Yeah. So he is um, saying now he kind of regrets doing it, but he wanted to show the human side of of the suits, you know what I mean? The big boss, he's like, we're people too. Or did he want to just victimize himself in Literally, a situation where like, other people's livelihoods are being affected? That's it. It's like, way to make it about yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do understand. I. It's for the same reason that I will never seek to climb the corporate ladder into a position where I have to decide who gets the ax because I know I can't handle it. I know I can't look someone in the eye and be like, sorry, man, sucks to suck, but you got to get out of here. Yo, kids, family, <laughs> well... Should have thought about that. Business is business. If the economy deems you can't afford to have certain people, it is what it is. Yeah. But you don't need to post selfies of you crying and say, I'm so sad about what I have done to other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's not, that's not the move. Tell us what you think about that. You could text 10939, you know, if you're a business owner, have you had to face those hard decisions? Have you been fired by someone who maybe could have handled it better or were they great with the separation? Like it's, there's so many ways it could go. Yeah. Cause there are definitely some people who are on this guy's side being like, oh, you're right. It's really hard to own a business. Like a lot of people don't understand what goes yeah. into it and if you care about your employees it's really difficult to make that decision yeah well let us know you can give us a call too 519-792-6040 Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks in the morning on 93.9 Virgin Radio boss tears do they do anything for you 
Or can they just, you know, take a long walk off a short dock? Yeah, so the CEO posted a crying selfie to LinkedIn after laying off some employees saying that it's hard to be a business owner who cares about people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Which I can imagine is true, mm-hmm. but that's that's part of the deal. And in a moment where you are literally stripping someone of their livelihoods, victimizing yourself, not really the move. And a lot of people feel that way on the internet right now. Yep, for um, sure. Get some texts at 1093.9 as well. So we had to call one back here. Let's go. Good morning. Hey, it's Hannah and Johnny. How's it going? Hey, good. How are you, Johnny? Good. It's This is Christina, right? It is, yes. Awesome. We wanted to talk to you about this uh, LinkedIn influencer and the whole crying selfie situation. Cringe. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Do you know anybody who you think would do that? No, absolutely not. Uh, The people that I surround myself with are, they're very secretive. Yeah. Uh, So you'll never know. You'll never know that they're upset. You'll never know that they care, but they do. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's preferable, I think. Well, I was just saying to Johnny that I feel like any crying selfie situation is bad. Even if you (laughs) are allowed to be crying, it's still not, not something that we would do, but especially That was all of us when we were 16 years old with a bad breakup. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, see, I'm very grateful that the internet didn't exist in the same way at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, back then it was just heartbreak emojis in your MSN messenger uh, status. That's it. Q. Yes, yes. Oh, oh there's a, yeah, three letters that might not mean anything to anyone under 20 years old, I think. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks for chatting with us. You're all, you're in the same boat, though, that you, you're not interested in climbing the corporate ladder and getting in a position where you have that power over people? Never. I couldn't no. do it. I'm too nice. See, I could, I get those vibes from you. Yep. <laughs> totally. Thank you so much people for the People please your life. <laughs> <laughs> have a great one, eh? Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. There's a new Army Hammer documentary coming out all about his alleged crimes. And, Johnny, you said you didn't really know that much about this Army Hammer situation. Yeah, I assumed he was the guy who made the baking soda. Yeah, no, that's, oh, that's Arm, Arm and Hammer. And Hammer, okay. Um, I went deep down this rabbit hole last year where women and many exes of Army Hammer were accusing him of over-the-top BDSM and calling him specifically a cannibal and interested in eating human flesh and drinking blood. So there are not only screenshots of him saying these things and receipts, there are also voice messages with, you know, his voice from his verified accounts saying the most wildly inappropriate and disgusting things. That's terrifying. Yeah, and I looked into this for hours last year, and now there actually is a movie they're making about this. So we have a clip from the trailer of the Discovery Plus documentary. I'm not going to let it get super bad, Uh but there is like a tiny bit of a trigger warning that it could potentially be disturbing. More than what you've already said to us. This isn't the worst part, but this is one of the exes uh, reading some messages and a voice note from him. Are you okay to bring up your phone? Yeah. I haven't really digested this one. I have a fantasy about having someone prove their love and devotion and tying them up in a public place at night and making their body free use and seeing if they will f*** strangers for me. Oh, my God. My pet was going to involve showing up at your place and completely tying you up in a... So I'm going to stop it there, obviously, but this is, like, 
super, super screwed up, this army hammer thing. Good Lord. Like, I'm scared. And so anyway, uh, the description for this, it says debauchery, deceit, abuse, addiction, corruption. Over the course of five generations, Army Hammer's alleged crimes are only the tip of the iceberg. Through a trove of archive and interviews from survivors and family members, the dark and twisted secrets of the Hammer family come to light. House of Hammer premieres on Friday, September 2nd on Discovery+. Plus. Okay, at first I thought you said Disney+, Plus, and I was like, they've gone too far this Definitely time. not the Disney+. Plus. This is Discovery+. Plus. It's okay. kind of like a true crime documentary. Oh, oh, it definitely is. I'm sure that's why you're all over it. You, but about oh. Army Hammer. And do you know what's interesting is news just recently broke a couple weeks ago that he is kind of flying under the radar being a real estate agent in some tropical destination right now. Really? It might have been the Cayman Islands. He's just like selling houses and stuff. But Army Hammer, he was in the social network. He played the Winklevoss twins. Oh, really? That yep. was him? He was in a couple episodes of Gossip Girl. He, uh, what else was he in? Well, he see, I big. never would I have imagined that the creepiest person involved with Facebook was not, in fact, Mark Zuckerberg. Right. I would have thought that that robot alien man is as creepy as it gets. It but. gets way creepier. Damn. Seriously, he was on Entourage. He was in Hotel Mumbai. And he was just in Death on the Nile that just came out this year. Okay. Wild, wild stuff. He ate, though. Oh, he no. Ate. Oh, no. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Oh, here's a hit of nostalgia for your throwback Thursday. This is an art attack. This is an art attack. This is art attack. <laughs> So, I witnessed an art attack yesterday. Whatever happened to the art attack guy? Neil? You know, he's still probably doing art attacks. He's actually probably Banksy. Yeah. Just went underground You're right. at that point. You're completely <laughs> correct. But I got to uh, talk to a couple graffiti artists yesterday. I went to Dr. Disc downtown to cop some rep- records, and I went by Maiden Lane where they have that graffiti alley that's been seeing a lot of uh, you know rejuvenation yeah. happening. So they put in those lights and kind of installations, and they have uh, new art pieces going up on the walls there, new street art. And there was a couple people doing their thing when I came through, including... Uh, Loves, that's the name he goes by. His real name is Moises, but he was there doing some art, actually a pretty significant mural. And then Dirks, who is a bit of a local legend in the graffiti street art community. Uh, you've probably seen his murals, the one that's on Penalty Box, uh, that's a tribute to frontline workers. Oh, that's like one of my favorite right? murals in I, town. I got a chance to catch up with him, and he was saying that was one of his favorites that he's ever done. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen the new Legion one that's out in Tecumseh, unbelievable piece as well. I haven't that seen that one. That he says is uh, another one of his favorites. Um, but I got a chance to talk to them, uh, that's Dirks and Loves, and ask them about what they think sets kind of the Windsor graffiti scene apart. So yeah, what sets Windsor apart, I feel, is uh, Windsor has like a lot of grittiness. It's a little bit more rougher compared to the other cities that I painted in. Um, but yeah, it kind of has a lot of character, a lot of love, you know. There's there's a lot of culture in the downtown area. People seem to care about the revitalization and the neglection of the city, you know. They're trying to uh, trying to bring shed some light on some, some of the neglected parts of the city. So. Yeah. I feel like it's still... And this is... So that was Dirks. This is Loves on it. Uh, and again, he is from Toronto originally. He started doing graffiti in Hamilton. And this was his kind of perspective mm-hmm. of the Windsor street art scene. I feel like it's still... I think there's so much potential. I think it's still in a growing stage for me compared to other cities. 
Uh, but I think the, that's a beautiful place where it's like the opportunities are still coming. You know, people are coming up and it's like, a, yeah, it's like flourishing. You know what I mean? Which I think is really cool. So, so Dirks loves, you need a one syllable cool name to really hang do. out with all of these street artists, Johnny. Absolutely. Like, you got to come up with parks. Parks. Yeah, it's right there. Just parks. But they just put a mural in recently in Ford City. Yeah. Or maybe they're still working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But they've done a ton of new street art in the last little bit. Yeah, it's a great area for that kind of thing, too. But my favorite part of it was just the concept of graffiti. You know, you think about it, and especially back in the day, it, it was a crime, right? People see it, they're like, oh, graffiti, you're van. Vandalizing. It's illegal. And that's still where a lot of the roots come from. And when I was talking to both these guys, that was like a, a main core of this. I did my first uh, illegal graffiti when I was 13. <laughs> and I did my first legal piece probably 16, 17. But uh, I was living in Hamilton when I learned like what graffiti was and how to do it. Or maybe I'm still learning how to do it. But <laughs> um, yeah, the first stuff was just tags. Like my friend, I was showing my friends like my sketches and they're like, oh, it's sick. Like we're going to go do that like right now. I was like, you guys can't do that. Like you have to like spend time in the in the books and like study it. They're like, no, we're going to go tonight. So we went that night, and ever since then, we've just been doing it. (laughs) So it is the type of thing where at one point when you start, you're just like a teenager breaking the law, essentially. And then you get to a point where cities are paying you to install murals, which is so cool. Well, it's kind of similar to, I would say, what you're doing now, Johnny. You uh, grew up as a kid being outgoing and wanting to entertain people, probably in class, probably while the teacher is maybe speaking. Uh And now you're still technically doing that but you're getting paid for yeah, it. Yeah, and hanging out in alleys in downtown Windsor, speaking to artsy criminals. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, you said, oh, I learned something in an alley in downtown Windsor. I was like, I don't know if uh, if anyone should be learning things Trust in me. alleys in downtown Windsor. You can learn a lot in the alleys of downtown Windsor. Uh-huh. Just ask Dirks. Uh, my start was in graffiti, so I painted like a lot of trains, a lot of underpasses, uh, a lot of like illegal graffiti, and then that kind of transformed or um, it kind of like, morphed into something uh, like more street art wise, more fine art wise. It was kind of like an organic fit for me because I was using a lot of spray paint and graffiti and then I kind of used the techniques that I learned from graffiti and then I applied it to my mural work. So that's kind of how um, I can get a lot of my like my realism techniques in is through my past in graffiti and my my roots in graffiti. So so what, what will be next? You know, what is another thing that's illegal now that in the future we could we could cash in on? Do you remember during peak COVID when everything was shut down in certain areas, they actually legalized drinking alcohol in the park? Right. And there are a lot of places where that's the case. Montreal was one of the big reasons I wanted to go to university in Montreal. But like do that. when you're doing it at first, you're looking uh-huh. around like, is anyone watching me? Like, where's the police? Am I going to get arrested? Even though it's legal, you're like drinking yeah. a vodka soda on a picnic blanket and you're like, oh. Oh, this is so bad, well, here, but it's not actually bad. We got a text at 10939 that said there's a Michigan law that states a wife's hair legally belongs to her husband and a woman isn't allowed to cut her own hair without the husband's permission. Ugh, vomit. What? Vomit. No way is that still a thing. No. Other things that used to be illegal that are now legal. Scott texted 10939 just says... Rub and tug? Okay. I think he was talking about things you can learn in the alleyways in downtown yeah. <laughs> Windsor. That's what he was referring to. Is that to. where you honed your technique? <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. The full moon.
is rising. Can you feel its power? Mm-hmm. The super moon is here, the last one of the year. That's what they always say. And uh, is that, what do you mean that's what they always say? Like, there's always a super moon. There's never not a super moon. I know, but they're saying it's the last one of this year. I don't believe it. It's important to Mark know. this specific date. If somebody announces another super yeah. moon between August and December, yeah. we're coming back to this. Okay. Well, I saw it last night. It wasn't quite full because I think tonight around 9 30-ish is supposed to be when it's at its most full. Mm-hmm. If you want to try to check it out, that could be a cool time. But we were walking around the Little River Corridor trails right around the ponds and we saw it and it was so massive, this well, super moon. What makes it so super? Because it's big. Because it's bigger? It's close, I guess. Sure. But there's a certain power that comes with it. So I figured we should get into our horoscopes and see just how accurate they are. Because I think when the moon is closer, there's a certain little witchiness that comes out of us. Uh, so we'll start off with the Leos because I guess it's your, you know, it's your birthday right around now, it's right? It's Leo season. Right. So, uh, my birthday is on the cusp of Leo and Virgo. It's August 23rd. But I identify as a Leo because I feel like it suits my personality more. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll give you what this, uh, there's a horoscope from Globe and Mail. And then when I was uh, communing with nature in the swamps last night, I think I got a more accurate reading of what oh, to expect no. this week. So, so this, this is my squ- swamposcope? Yeah, I'll give you the, the one that Globe and Mail says is legit, and then your real swamposcope. Okay. Uh, it says, give the artistic side of your nature permission to express itself. Oh. Don't worry what friends and family and work colleagues might think about what you're doing. The only thing that matters is that it brings pleasure to you personally. Well, that's nice. And then my swamposcope for you is, you will be eaten by a killer sturgeon. Stay out of the Detroit River. Oh, okay. You didn't have to tell me that. I probably <laughs> would knew. never be in there anyway. Okay. If you're an Aries, your horoscope says, you may not understand how or why you've reached an answer to a problem of some kind, but you know deep down that it's correct. So follow your inner voice. Uh, my swamposcope for you says you will inherit a haunted mansion from a distant relative. Is so, it the Duff Baby Mansion? It very well the could Duff be. The Duff Bobby Mansion? Only time will tell. Taurus, you may want to hit back at someone who has harmed you in some way, Ooh. but is it really worth the effort? Probably not. Your best course of action is to let it go and not hold a grudge. My Swamposcope says, learn jujitsu and take it right to their front door. So (laughs) take that as you will. Uh, Gemini, there may be a dozen and one everyday tasks that need to be dealt with, but you are advised to ignore them all and do only what makes you smile. You'll be happiest if you get together with friends and hit the town for some fun, which I like that. But my Swamposcope says for you, stay away from guitar players. I see a string snapping and taking your eye out. So if you see any buskers. Final destination status. (laughs) I liked the original horoscope that just said party. Party? Yeah, okay. Party's a good one. Cancer. Some people will always annoy you by the way they speak and act. But you don't have to let them get under your skin. If you want to stay sane today, you'll need to blot those people out of your consciousness. Pretend they don't exist. That's what I do with you every yeah? morning. The Swamposcope is stay away from the Detroit River because Hannah is planning to shove you in as a sacrifice to the man-eating sturgeon. What? Um, Keep my name out of your Swamposcope. That's, no, that's just what's happening. Virgo, for some strange reason, you can't help but look over your shoulder at the moment. But there's really nothing to fear. Friday's full moon will force you to face up to what's been worrying you, and you'll kick yourself when you realize how significant it is. Mm. My Swamposcope is you are about to be abducted by a vampire demon and taken to the full moon. So watch out for that one. Maybe you should be watching your back. Libra, you may have no idea why a friend's giving you a hard time. It may be because they think you're putting your own needs first. Make it your priority to show them that your friend uh, has needs and your needs don't conflict with them. My Swamposcope, don't step on a crack or you'll break your best friend's back. 
Oh, so, right. Uh-huh. Um, we got Scorpio, Sagittarius, and Capricorn still coming, but this is taking too long. Yeah, so I feel The rest that. of them are all Swampascope. You're going to be eaten by a giant sturgeon. Okay, fair? <laughs> that fair. just wraps yeah, it all up. that's it. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So if you missed Johnny's Swampascope for the supermoon, he essentially was just Oprah, except we're all getting eaten by a sturgeon. Yeah, stay out of the river. You get eaten by a sturgeon. You get eaten by a sturgeon. Capricorn, sturgeon. Everybody. I don't know. Scorpio, sturgeon. <laughs> That's what's going on. Stay out that river. Watch out for the sturgeons. They're everywhere. They're feeding Look right under now. your seat. There's a sturgeon. <laughs> it's a podcast, and it's on the radio. Weekday morning, 6 to 10 on 93.9 Virgin Radio.